Today's goddess personifies the earth in Navajo mythology and is the most important goddess to the Navajo people. She never dies, but continually renews herself. She is Changing Woman. Hello, goddess and goddess lovers and people of everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Like everywhere. Welcome to episode number 28. We're almost 30. Ew. I know. I've got this chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole, and this is the birthday girl, the vivacious, fiery redhead, the Lucy to my Ethel, the Wilma. To my Betty, Miss Gigi. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> that was good. I, that was totally improvised. Well, everyone, how about you join us as we drink? We're not drinking tea today. Um, we're drinking spirits, but you can drink what you want. You know, the last show was a birthday celebration for Nicole. Now it's one for me. So we're getting our drink on. So let's explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. And please... Ah, uh, give us some grace in the hard Navajo language <laughs> pronunciation. To the be Navajo in so. Apache language, yes, please just be kind to us. Um, if you love the show and just rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, um, listen to us on Spotify or any of your chosen listening services, you can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos or email us at goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review. Also, word of mouth is priceless. It's priceless. Priceless. And if you don't like the show, our names are Betty and Veronica. <laughs> Thank you. Well, goddesses and goddess lovers, let's grab your drinks and chat. Uh, this is a very special, special drink time because it is my Gigi's birthday. Woohoo! Oh my goodness. I love you. Do you have it's your birthday, birthday shot? Poured? I do. Um, I didn't get to go to the liquor store, so I had to drink what, what's on hand. All right. So I chilled some vodka. Oh, okay. Get I know. In touch with those uh, uh, Eastern European roots. Get it? Uh, I'm a little nervous. I'm not a vodka drinker. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you taking a shot? I am. I am igniting the night, even All though right. for me it's only three o'clock. Let's again. do this. All, All right. right. Okay. Ready? Happiest of birthdays <laughs> to you, Miss Gigi Marie. I love you with all my heart. Salute. 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 And uh, prost. Prost. All right. Here we go. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Such a wimp. Even mine is probably better than yours. Yours is probably rough going down. <laughs> cut, 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 cut. Do you have water? Drink the water. I have a, a I have an old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's gonna hurt. Keep doing it. Okay, it's down. It's, All right, you got it. It's still burning a little bit, but yeah. Oh, oh my eyes are watering. 
you got this. I'm telling you, it gets worse the older you get. So um, Miss Gigi's birthday is going to be out on the day that you all are listening to this. So August 17th, as we have said in our show, we are Leo. So that kind of drew us together. Gigi, do you have any special birthday plans? Well, after uh, we finish recording today, because my son is um, sleeping right now. Good. We're just going to go um, have a little family day. Aww. So we're going to go to um, go for a walk around the harbor, maybe go on a little harbor cruise and go to a brewery. Oh, cute. So, yeah. Aww, Let's jealous. Uh, have a little bit of fun. But you've had some fun this morning already. Oh, I have. Yeah. I met up with a very good friend of the show, Miss Erica. Um, she I met up with her her fiance and then Chris and I we went and had brunch which I haven't had brunch in a long time so it was delightful and I had a pomegranate mimosa so she's pre-gamed for this oh yeah where I just took my first beverage of the day because for me it's around noon just so. now a little bit past noon <laughs> yeah but you know i'm prepping for my brewery i guess and hey. then i'll have my old-fashioned and yes you know okay, if you listen one, to our last episode you know our love for old fashions that's right one when do you ever get a day off so yes mm-hmm. yeah especially on a weekend mm-hmm. so um and they tried to book me a client today no and i said no no you said no get the hair just out of like here. my son no <laughs> stomped my foot Good, no. as you should i you know what if we said that more often in life you might be happier oh my gosh boundaries no that's yeah, right i know i know well, and um you know our last episode i think we were talking about we didn't know what myrrh smelled like yes <laughs> so i decided to actually burn some myrrh resin so oh. i have a little coal right now with some resin on it it's a slightly sweet smell i like it it's very subtle um so yeah we we got some myrrh going i love it i'm burning my uh selkie's cottage um tea cup the mother oh, one the so, mother's love yes the mother's love cup it's so beautiful I need it's to- such a dainty cup too it's so it's adorable. like a mother's mm-hmm. love yes i was considering burning one of my candles right now but i like to watch my flame I'm a fire starter person. <laughs> As we've already established. Yes, I you mean, are. obviously I'm a fire sign and I just get hypnotized by the flames. So I like to stare at it and I get kind of lost in it. And so um, it would distract me, I think. So for me, stuff like this, <laughs> like the smoke is good. I love mm-hmm. watching my incense smoke as well, but it's more of like a calming background thing as opposed to like, ooh, look at that flame. So... <laughs> Are any of your signs an air sign? No. Um, oh, well, my top three are earth and fire. Interesting. Because so, mine are yeah. fire and water. And it's I'm drawn to water and I'm also fire is, you know, I ignite yeah. the night just so you didn't, if you didn't know. Oh, of course you do. I ignite you're a fireball. Yeah. A fireball. But um, yeah, no, I feel like I should have water in there because but I'm not as, as emotional, you know, um, mm-hmm. but I am like a mermaid. Yes, you are. Well, my moon is a water sign, so I think it's Aquarius. Oh. And my, um, you know, obviously my sun sign is, uh, you know, look at me, everybody. Mm -hmm. Look at me, I'm a Leo and a lion roar. Yeah, my my sun sign is Leo, like you. And then um, my moon is Capricorn. Mm. And my um, rising is uh, Virgo. 
<laughs> so yeah. I, I think with my chart, it's it's very little. Like it's mo everything is really Leo. And uh -huh. then I have the Aquarius moon. So it's like, I am like all in my water feelings for my moon. And then everything else is like, I need to be the center of attention. Yeah, I need to um, delve deeper into it because I've been seeing people talking about like the nodes and different yes. parts of your chart that could help you in different ways, understanding those as opposed to the big three. So um yeah, I just yeah. got to look a little bit further. I know I have Leo in other parts of my chart as well. Um, I've always wanted to get my my chart read, but um, at Coven Cleveland, they have two amazing astrologers. And ooh. one is uh, Astro Catherine, and then the other one is Vanessa, and I can't remember what her Instagram handle is. I'll put it in the show notes, but okay. they are phenomenal and nice. just it's like a lot of math too because I took one of Catherine's classes and mm -hmm. I just was like I'm lost well it, does it deal with numerology as well or yeah. is it just like the degrees and all that kind of stuff latitude longitude I don't know like I numbers okay I am not an expert obviously I we hate are. adding I hate <sighs> subtracting I hate math okay I'm gonna put it out there right now into the universe I hate you Man. No. I, I don't know. I do like numbers in certain ways. Yeah. I like the puzzle of it. Um, I like numbers of money in my bank account. And that's I do it. like that too, yeah. for sure. Uh -oh. But I'm not used to it. So yes. after, you know what, this is going to be an abundant year after this birthday. I'm very you know excited for you. This year has been abundant and I've been paying down my debts that I acquired from maternity leave mm -hmm. two years ago and then quarantine last year so <laughs> so uh yeah just been working on that stuff and hopefully I can get a little um you know a little under the mattress money saved there you after go. I pay that stuff <laughs> hey the Italians they call it the Casha Fort so you always have like a little lock box that you have somewhere in the house with money I'm like oh, oh my gosh my it's dad. so funny because my mom's a waitress and so she always had cash and so she would always like hide random money all over the house <laughs> and then she'd like find it and it was like a birthday present surprise she's like wow look what I found 20 bucks like Right. That's like the best feeling when you pull out a, a, a purse that you haven't used in years and then you find like 20 bucks or something. You're like, what? yeah, it's never a purse. It's like a random like underneath a jar somewhere in a cabinet or yeah. like, you know, I like it. I like it. It's the most random places. And so she's all stoked when she finds these little pockets of money. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's Aww. fun. And I found myself doing that, too. And I had money stashed somewhere. And then I was in a pinch and I was cleaning something out and I found a few hundred dollars. I was like, whoa, this is really what I need right now. And it's awesome. like, you know, that divine intervention, you know, it's like it came when it needed to come. See, so. past you was saving it for future you. They were like, exactly. Gigi, you're going to need this. I'm going to need this. Well, as I let you know, me and my segues, um, I chose the uh, changing woman because she's badass and also because our Gigi has is it Cherokee I have Cherokee and Choctaw and yes. um I don't know too much about it because we have um a kind of strange um matriarchal history in our family so my mother's mother actually gave her up 
when mm-hmm. she was um, a young child. So about five years old. And then we ended up finding her 45 years later. And then we found out that my great grandparents were 50% Cherokee and 50% Choctaw. Wow. So, um, but my mom didn't want to get further into it with her because she was just happy to finally have found her mother yes and didn't want to be like oh so give me more information on our tribes and all this stuff she didn't want to seem like she was trying to get something out of her she just wanted to have a relationship with her after all that time yeah so um I feel like I need to do one of those DNA things but um I don't know if you're able to get more information on specific tribes through that or not um we well, don't I mean, have a relationship kinda... with her side of the family, but I mean, it's just nice to know because we've always been drawn to that. Yeah, so. absolutely. I would think like once you kind of know what tribe you are, you know, like, um, would it come out through the DNA? That I'm sure specifically, it could, or would it just say Native specific... American? It, That's my uh, I'm question. not sure. Yeah, huh. I'm not sure. I'd have to look into the different DNA charts that they have because different ones show different things. Yeah. Um. Some of them will show any um biological you know things you have that could cause you to have certain illnesses some of them will just connect you with different regions of the world some of them will be very specific as to what um tribe or you know which would be a plan you're a part of because we also are scottish on her side Mm -hmm. and so we do know of our scottish clan and whatnot um but you know, it, it's, it, I just find that stuff really interesting. You know, I would love yeah. to know like the actual tribe, the actual, um, you know, any information and um, beautiful art that I could have to represent it and just embrace it more. Cause I mean, ever since I was a little girl, I've had dream catchers above my head, but then I learned that it's not through um, Choctaw and Cherokee. There's a certain tribe that started dream catchers. And yeah, it's really interesting to know that that has, um, you know, gone through so many regions and has touched so many people from that one single tribe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a really interesting thing. So I don't know. I love it. That's and I know you love it. So um, when I came across the changing woman, I was like, this is perfect for Gigi and to kind of embrace, you know, a little bit of the culture, as well as just women in general. Just the divine feminine in general. So are you ready to uh, talk about this week's goddess? Let's do this. Woo! Our sources for today's goddess are mythencyclopedia.com. ChangingWomanInitiative.com, NativeAmerican-Art.com, a lot of dot-coms went into this, um, JourneyToTheGoddess.wordpress.com, and uh, two of the books that I, I looked at was, and this one I'm starting to really, really like it, and I kind of want to get it for Gigi, but forget that I even said that, Gigi, okay? <laughs> uh, the 365 Goddess, A Daily Guide to the Magic and Inspiration of the Goddess by Patricia Telsko and Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander. Um, Sky Alexander actually has another book as well, which is a 365 Goddess um one so it kind of walks you through each week oh, it's a goddess so it's nice. um 
you know, it'll kind of like honor the goddess the certain week that the culture honors her. So, for example, like Bridget, they um, talk With about Imbolc. Imbolc and, and, mm, yeah, exactly. I so, love that. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, and then The Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Maraschinsky. And hopefully we'll have a new book to add to soon because one of our favorite artists, Annette Pierce or, or something like that. I yes. can't remember what her last name ex- is exactly, but she's coming out with a Kickstarter of a goddess um, divine feminine book. So hopefully we'll learn some more things once we get that. Yeah. So yeah. Super excited for her. I'm very excited. Um Everybody, please just be kind to us. Um, some of these names are very difficult to say, and you know how I struggle with with Roman names, and I'm Italian, so <laughs> just be nice. Also, it's hard because um, the language isn't passed down properly. Yes. Um, you know, the Navajo Code Talkers have been dying down since World War II, mm-hmm. and um, not many of the youth know the native Navajo na- language anymore. It's like, it's very far and few that know the language now. So if I hope that we can I know. grow it and yeah. start to learn it, but yes. we're trying. Yes. So, so the name changing woman, or as the Apache people call her, here we go. Can you, you say it, Gigi? Okay. I'm S- pulling up. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pull up a, a YouTube video of this adorable little child saying it. Estan, I think it's Az, Azza, it's um, Estanat Luhi. Luhi, okay. Which means self-renewing one. Also known as Azza Nahadli. I think that's how you I'm going to pull up the video and yeah. just put my mic next to it. Okay. <laughs> Are you pulling just it up because, now? Just because, yes, okay. I am. Perfect. Just real fast. This is a story of a Zanaglehi or changing Naglehi. One more. Oh, hopefully you, you were able to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it sounds good. So, which that means the first leader to the Navajo. Among her other many names are White Shell Woman and Turquoise Woman. So throughout this entire um, show, we're going to be talking predominantly about the Apache and the Navajo people. I just wanted to make that clear. So Mm -hmm. the appearance of the changing woman, as her name indicates, she's always changing with the seasons. In spring and summer, she appears as a beautiful young woman full of life, vitality, and of course... A fertility. In the fall and winter, she transforms herself into an old woman representing the desolateness of age, infertility, and eventually death. I ruined that one. Eventual death. (laughs) But I mean, just like that is how we feel with age. I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's desolate, infertile, and eventual death. And eventually death. (laughs) However, she never dies, but continually renews herself. Oh my gosh, I need to have oh. a sip now. I know, yeah, let's give a shot for that one. <laughs> I'm si- I'm sipping my uh, my old-fashioned. Girl, I did my makeup today, and for some reason, just my face is not holding moisture in the collagen, and I'm like, what's happening? And oh I'm like, no, I'm embracing this. So you know what? Ignite the night. Ignite the night. <laughs> well, all right, let's go on to legends and mythology. Talk to me. The Navajo people have always been... And will be a matrilineal society. Good job. So the very first Navajo leader was Adas Nalihi. Yes. 
And she is the changing woman who created the Navajo people. She led the Navajo in a life full of prosperity with songs and prayers. She is the type of mama bear goddess who prays more for her kids than for herself. And she cooks the meal but has the last bite. And one <laughs> legend tells us the changing woman's birth brought order out of chaos and resulted in the fourth world where we live today. And I can relate to that because the last few days, my son has been fighting, eating, and um, I've been throwing away a lot of food. Mm-hmm. So I have not been making myself meals. So have you been eating his food? His leftovers. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> and yeah, so that's where we are right now. Um, another legend of the Navajo say that she was found by a coyote and after being born of darkness and dawn on a spruce mountain with a blanket of clouds and rainbows secured her in her cradle board by lightning and sunbeams. Her gifts to the people are the blessings, ceremonies, the seasons and food. Mm. Oh, I love that born of the darkness and dawn on the spruce mountain. <laughs> I just want a blanket of clouds and rainbows. <laughs> I mean, and her, I mean, her little papoose cured by lightning and sunbeams. It's just so beautiful that, oh my gosh. The imagination of the Native American people so visual and just It is. I love the names they come up with and all that stuff too. My mom, of course, like she didn't know much about it, but she always called me little big cheeks growing up. (laughs) Because I would um, store food in my cheeks like a chipmunk. Of course you would. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. <laughs> That's why all that pizza went when we would eat it. I get it. Yep. Okay. Yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when she came of age, she took the son as her spouse and she gave birth to twin boys. And only after eight, and some sources say 12 days, the twins had reached maturity and began fighting the evil monsters and giants who roamed the earth using magic weapons that their father had given them. So that's pretty awesome. Just, mm-hmm. you know, let's let's fight those titans, you know. <laughs> so when they had destroyed all but four monsters, the changing woman created the first human beings. Okay. God is a woman. All right. Telling you. So according to one story, she formed their bodies from white flour and cornmeal that she brought forth from her beasts. Or oh, I'm breasts. sorry, from her breasts. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little cotton mouth from that vodka shot. So sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know why. Uh, I'm imagining these these beasts just going. <laughs> oh, okay, so so yes, she brought forth from her breasts with flour and cornmeal, which is how you make um you know different um breads. So from your breasts, I like that. no, but like oh. milk and flour and cornmeal. <laughs> you know what I love? I love how with all these different goddesses, because okay, last week with Hathor. You know, life-giving food and mm-hmm. thing was from her breasts. So the breasts are amazing. They are. They look they good are. and they feed people. Done. And they feel good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Who some do. like a nice grab. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't listen. Oh my gosh! Yes. So from another says that the goddess scraped off some of her skin and used it to fashion people who became the Navajo. So pleased with her work, the changing woman gave the mortals her blessing and traveled across the rainbow to her turquoise castle mm. that floats on the water in the uh, west. Uh, and there, the sun, her consort, comes to her in the evenings. I Ooh! love that. And like other earth goddesses, the changing woman continues to provide for her people. It's said that she 
um, allowed the four monsters not killed by her sons to remain on Earth and keep the humans in check. So I'm imagining like um, natural disasters, volcanoes, Mm -hmm. hurricanes, earthquakes, uh, tornadoes, whatever, you know? So it's like, keep those humans in check. Yes. Show them who's boss. Um, She didn't want the human beings to become too complacent and um, would value what the goddess had given them. So I think that's smart because Mm -hmm. the world has been complacent and taken advantage Um, in many ways. It's like a teenager. You give them Mm -hmm. a little room, but you know what? I know what you're doing. Take, 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 take. That's right. Take, take. Uh So these monsters still live among us today as poverty, old age, winter, and famine. That's true. So that's what they really are. Mm -hmm. And man, that hits hard because poverty so many people get lost in it. I just saw a post today on my um, little city-wide um, group page, and there was a couple living out of their car asking for some toiletries and um, some canned goods, and if anyone had any clean col- clothes for job interviews. And they said they became homeless because of the pandemic and that they can test drug-free. And people were giving them so much crap. And I'm just yeah. like uh people come on poverty is more of a beast than the drug sometimes sometimes the drug becomes comes because of poverty you know Mm -hmm. and they said they can test clean so leave them alone help them out come on right oh man so yeah sorry um (laughs) goddess of earth the changing woman has dominion over nature the plants and animals as well as all the humans who live on the planet so she represents the changing seasons and the stages of life representing the full cycle of life and all that awaits us in between. So I, I just love that sentence. All that awaits us in between. Yep. The full cycle of life. Um, her changing image from youth to old age and back to youth again symbolizes the cycle of the year. And therefore the changing woman also signifies renewal and rebirth. As a mother creator deity, she has the power to generate life. She governs reproduction and the fertility of humans as well as the earth. And known as benevolent, loving goddess, she takes care of people and protects them. Her body brings forth all the necessities for life. Once it was announced that the changing woman reached puberty and experienced her first woman menstrual, the holy people came together, each bringing a white shell that they held precious. They, When they dressed her up in a white buckskin, buckskin adding shells onto her dress she stood there glowing in such beauty and they gave her the name yulgai asta the white shell woman and her hair was brushed and tied into a ponytail at the nape of her neck with a strip of buckskin that was cut from a deer called dukakihi unharmed buckskin I love they put her in white. I was so wrapped up by you talking. I was just like, yes. <laughs> it's just like, you know, yeah. like they know that blood's going to show in white mm-hmm. and they want to honor the blood. Yeah, no, it is. Put her not, in white. Show it. it show the contrast yeah, of how amazing thing. this is. Yeah, it's not a thing to be ashamed of. And we're afraid of wearing white on our periods today. Yes. Yep. You know what I actually saw the other day? Because I don't have TV, so it's usually the streaming services, but Mm -hmm. sometimes they'll have commercials. And they have commercials now 
basically telling girls, don't be ashamed of your period. It's normal to have it. And they have more period commercials. Good. I love that because I remember as like, what, 12, 13, when I first got it, you would be terrified at standing up Mm -hmm. in school. You're like, oh my God, did I go through? Is this, this, and that? Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it is a normal thing. It's It's so normal. It's It's you go and buy razors, you go Mm -hmm. and buy shampoo. It should be the same exact feeling. So they, the whole ceremony that they do is just breathtaking. It really is. I love it. I love it. It's amazing. I mean, what other human or animal bleeds for seven days and then is alive at the end of it? Come on. Never. (laughs) Right. Women, females, that too. So in some stories, she has a sister, the white shell woman, Yulgai Asta, who symbolizes the rain clouds. And um, gathering and tying of changing woman's hair with the buckskin signifies the importance of gathering one's own thoughts, focus, determination, and life goal accomplishments. So each action in these ceremonies means something significant. And I, mm-hmm. I love that. I've been watching a lot of the different native um, TikToks and Instagram pages just talking about their significance Mm -hmm. and just braiding your hair in the morning has to be done by a trusted loved one. (gasps) The the elders do a lot of that. Yes. You don't let anyone just brush and braid your hair. And so the three strands obviously shows like they said focus determination life goal accomplishments and if you don't have a trusted loved one doing that then they're not gonna bring forth the blessings all right i'm gonna need you to fly here and braid my hair for me every day oh yeah i love braiding hair i used to do that in high school i would braid all my teammates hair before tournaments so (laughs) they would all line up (laughs) i can just do the regular braid i don't know how to do all the fancy ones like you need to show me how to do you know i'm still learning some of the new ones but they're fun i love braids yeah they're they're awesome (laughs) i did some last night yay (laughs) um her cycles are celebrated the navajo ceremonies that mark childbirth puberty marriage and the establishment of a new home home which are all the major life accomplishments yeah um that people go through and these ceremonies are blessing ways I like that. Blessing ways. Yeah. Um, The people sing song to honor the goddess. The Navajo people, the changing woman when she was a drool. 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 Okay, the vodka (laughs) and whiskey. Sorry. It's starting Um, to get you. You're getting mushy mouth. Mush mouth. Mush Mush mouth. When she was a girl, went away to the mountains and where the sun taught her how to conduct puberty rites, which was her function in today's Apache puberty ceremony. So the Apache girls participate in a special coming of age ritual, which takes place over four nights. The part of the ritual commemorates the changing woman's adventures in the mountains. And then in another part, other young women take on her role so that, so that they can prepare her for adulthood. Yes. So another legend as the dancing princess by Lee Bogle, it says, so pleased was a changing woman with her home that she danced gleefully upon each of the four mountaintops. As she did so, she bestowed great gifts upon mankind. Her dancing created rain clouds from the eastern mountain, bringing the soft rain that would sustain all life. And her dance on the southern mountain brought forth beautiful woven fabrics and jewels. Her dance upon the western mountain caused plant life to spring forth in great abundance. And finally, her dance upon the northern mountain created all the animals that would help sustain the earth. 
After her dance was, was finished, the changing woman sat down to rest. And as she sat there, she rubbed off the outer layer of her skin from various parts of her body. The flakes hit the fertile earth and immediately sprung forth new human beings. These became the various clans of the Navajo. The changing woman taught humankind how to appreciate Earth's many gifts, as well as how to control the elements of nature. She also bestowed gifts upon them through various rituals referred to as blessing ways. Yeah. Each blessing way served a particular purpose, such as blessing a wedding, a childbirth, or other happy occasion among the Navajo. It took several days to complete each blessing way ritual, which contained songs, prayers, and ceremonial baths of milk in the milk of cacti so how many cacti did they have to gather to bathe in it like that's a lot oh it's not really because if you think about it the inside of cacti i mean it is so saturated with fluids i mean that is what sustains all of the desert life if you are caught in the desert find a cactus cut it open suck on that that's what's going to keep you alive (laughs) okay so that I, I mean, um, that's that's how all these animals are, are alive in the summer months when there's drought and just yeah. despair in the desert. But the cactus, it holds all of the nutrients. And that's why they are so, you know, revered in many uh, indigenous cultures. And I, I, I mean, it's amazing how much they give. So, so remember that in mm-hmm. the desert suck on a cacti there you go just don't don't get the needles in Um, (laughs) so one such bless uh, important blessing way was called the canalda which recognized a girl's growth from childhood to maturity so much of the honorees time during the early stages of that ritual was spent grinding in excess of 100 pounds of corn and wheat could you I would be there going I don't want to be a woman I don't want to grind all this I mean, so um, these along with the prepared corn husks were used from a giant cornmeal to form a giant cornmeal cake which was cooked underground during the kindala kinalda um now that child yes becoming a woman Ground a mm-hmm. hundred pounds of corn and wheat, and then baked a cake for everybody. That's to... what I'm saying. She had some guns, man. She was probably Jeez. like, you know, mortar and pestle in it up. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. The ritual also involved the honoree running from west to east while singing and continuing her prayers. This sounds like a decathlon. <laughs> I mean, this is intense. <laughs> and this is also the navajo way um, yes. i'm sure there's other ones that well, just think about the, the quinceanera yeah. you know yes. for for mexican culture mm-hmm. and it's a very blessed ceremony within the church and it is all about bringing this girl to womanhood to become yeah. a wife and so it is they do have to know how to cook and clean and you know mend and all these things it's not just this beautiful ceremony there's a lot of things they do in preparation for it yes so um it's amazing. You know, you do think about these like manhood ceremonies and they're like, okay, you got to kill a deer. But these womanhood ceremonies are about how do we keep the household running? How do we keep our, our family happy? Mm-hmm. Um, not just fed, you know? Yep. So, uh, man. So then um, after she had uh, done the running, 
she would then take part in a ritual called molding, which is similar to the nature of the Apache sunrise ceremony. And one major difference between the ceremonies it was that in the Kinalda, the girl had to remain awake both the day and night of her initial ceremony. And she was to spend that time in contemplation and prayer. So the last day of the ceremony the girl ran toward the sunrise one final time and then the blessed cake that she had helped prepared. And the first piece was offered to the sun while the remainder was used to feed her people. However, the ceremony wasn't just for the girl. It was also brought was also to bring the community together to recognize the binding ties to form new bonds of family and friendship. So for a white mountain Apache sunrise four day ceremony in which a girl passes from childhood to womanhood, that is a great blog post within pictures from National Geographic. And we will post that link so that you all can see it. And I'll post it in the stories and stuff like that, too. Yeah. So it was from National Geographic 1980. Um, They just show the different stages of what they do and how like the the leaders of the community they'll put certain pollens on top of her and just different dust that she has to keep on for the entire four days and she can't bathe and and their significance behind each individual act that helps guide her into being a woman it's just awesome that's crazy yep but i love it i mean it's (laughs) it's amazing um Also, the changing woman represents transformation and rebalancing of the male and female energies in the universe. So she symbolizes the rebalance, um, creates harmony and space for ceremony and all transformations of women that they experience in their lifetimes. Woohoo! Good job, Gigi. That was a lot. Take a drink. Oh, man. And I also wanted to say I've been burning my resin on a white shell this whole time. Oh. And I... So... Don't get impregnated okay. on it. I know, right? Jeez. Yeah. Um, so if you don't know how th- how we work our episodes, Nicole is the mastermind. She loves writing our scripts and doing the um, research. And I come in a little bit more green on it. I'm learning more. And so yeah. some of these things I haven't read yet. <laughs> so you're and really learning. I'm experiencing it as I as we go. Yeah. So so unlike the one part where I completely stopped because I was like, wait, I found something else. So <laughs> I know I love it. But that shows you that we are just learning as we go along. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to connect with the changing woman, a good time to do that is after a time of stress or trauma, ask changing woman to help you revitalize yourself. Hi, Lex. My dog, he just came and said hi. You might hear me lighting my uh, resin again. Sorry. (laughs) She'll show you ways to renew your mind, body, and spirit. Turquoise is often considered a healing stone. And legend says it's a favorite of the goddess. Wear turquoise jewelry to attract her aid and encourage your own healing. I want a turquoise house. So there we go. (laughs) A turquoise castle. A turquoise castle on the water. So call upon Changing Woman to join you in honoring important passages and cycles in your life. She reminds you that you're not the same person today that you were yesterday, nor the one you will be tomorrow. And I would like to say amen to that Mm -hmm. because woof. At the change of each season, decorate your home with objects from nature to connect you with the wheel of the year, the annual cycle of seasons, and the eight major holidays celebrated by the pagans. You know what's funny is I actually do that. I love to have um, 
flowers out in the front yard. So summertime, I'll have actual flowers. And then winter, like fall and winter, I'll do like either sunflowers or I'll do my fake silk flowers outside. I actually have a different wreath that I put on my front door for each season. Yay! Yeah, so right now I have um, oranges and green, bright green leaves. Cute. And then for the fall, I have um, orange leaves. Mm -hmm. And for the winter, I have evergreen with pine cones. And then for the spring, I have a bunch of white flowers. Yeah. You're so cute. I love it. I love the little changing of the seasons. I do too. I do. So another way to connect with changing woman, and this comes from the book 365 Goddess, a daily guide to the magic and inspiration of the goddess by Patricia Telesco. In modern times, rites of passages have become somewhat overlooked. But today is definitely a time to reconsider reinstating them or to consider reinstating them to honor the changing woman or the white painted lady and draw her blessings into someone's life. So if you have a child or you know a child who has reached an important juncture, going to school, getting their driver's license, graduating, potty training, potty training, (laughs) that's right, sleeping in their own bed, anything that's a milestone for a kid, find a way to commemorate that step in their personal growth. So, for example, for school, bless a special lunchbox or book bag with rosemary oil for mental keenness. For a license, make them a protective automobile amulet. Hang it from the rearview mirror. Whatever you do, fill this person's life with magic. Oh, that's I love cute. that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Some yeah. correspondences that you can um, also use to connect with the changing woman. Um, Some symbols and objects would be turquoise, of course. Um, And you can use a turquoise brown or blue altar cloth and bronze and gold candles. In the Apache blessing ways, eagle feather is pinned to her head to help her live long until her hair turns gray. Mm. And an abalone shell pendant is placed on her forehead as the sign of the changing woman, which, um, so, oh, ochre clay plot uh, clay paint Mm -hmm. um drums bells tin cans can also be used to make noise like the rain so that comes in because um in some of the uh rituals they will decorate the girl with that clay paint like i said Mm -hmm. they'll kind of you know scatter bee pollen that clay paint they'll um drum and tinkle bells as she walks around and then um one thing i read they actually tie tin cans to her as she walks through the city because it makes a sound like rain and rain brings you mm-hmm. know prosperity and all that i love watching videos of the jingle bell dress dances that certain um tribes do yes so yeah 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 i love the sound of it um other color, uh, other colors are gold, bronze, turquoise, aqua blue, or black. Gemstones, of course, turquoise, coral, animal claws. I didn't know where to put that. I know it's not a gemstone, but but you use it kind of like a gemstone. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Onyx, jet, mother of pearl, opal, malachite, lapis lazuli, amber, and tiger's eye. Yep. Incense and scented oils would be sage, cedar, sweet grass, lavender, and copal. Animals would be coyote, eagle, bees, and their pollen. And foods, flowers, or herbs would be corn, wheat, cattail pollen, and something holy to the Apache people that they use in the puberty um, ritual. Yeah, that is the, the cattail, cotton, pollen. Cotton, cattail mm-hmm. pollen. Um, yeah, so those are some 
some things that you can use in your altars or um, rituals that you use to bless people in honor of the changing woman. Yeah. So um, the Oracle card I'm going to read from today is the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Maraszynski about the changing woman and her messages cycles. And this is a long one. So get into it. Changing woman's message. Changing woman comes spinning into your life to tell you the way to wholeness for you lies in learning to honor your cycles. Menstrual cycles are an important aspect of being female. We bleed, but we do not die and therefore can bring forth life. As we continue to dance our cycle, we reach the time of menopause when we leave our childbearing years behind and hold our wise blood within. We can then be a resource for our loved ones and communities by becoming hags, which means women of wisdom. Do you celebrate your menstruation and view it as a time for you to go within, as a time to let go, let die, so the new can come? Or have you brought the patriarchal view that it is a curse, something unclean, something to be hidden away? Does menopause automatically fill you with fear of becoming old and ugly, no longer valuable and worthy in a culture that adores youth? Do you feel invalidated in a society that urges women to hide their bleeding times, regulate their hormones by taking pills, and postpone menopause through ERT, which is estrogen replacement therapy? Honoring your cycles also means honoring your own unique process, your own unique path in life. You may be in the midst of a particular life cycle that you need to surrender to and honor. Changing Women or Changing Woman says that wholeness is nurtured when we reclaim the power of our cycles by paying attention to them and celebrating them. By celebrating our cycles, we celebrate ourselves as women. I started to almost cry during that. That is so beautiful. Because mm-hmm. it think, is sad you know, how we mm-hmm. dishonor those things. I very, I can remember certain times, you know, where I would say, "Oh, Eve, why did you grab that apple and curse us with this?" And it's like, no, this is a gift. You know, it's our body where it's showing that we're still active. And able to reproduce and you know even if that with me I've never wanted to reproduce so <laughs> I'm like I'm cool but it's that my body can do that mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful knowing thing. that you can and that you have the choice yes yeah it's an amazing thing and um and also what's sad with the whole idea of like Adam and Eve mm-hmm. um Adam had a first wife named Lilith Lilith, yep. And um, she wanted to be on top and she wanted to embrace herself and be more independent and enjoy things. And he didn't like that. And so she left. She wanted to be equal. That's all she mm-hmm. Yeah. And but then, then she became Eve a came along demonized. And, mm-hmm, and she became demonized and so did Eve for yes. eating the apple. Yes. So. <clears throat> Man. The patriarchy. We're going to get into Lilith. Lilith, I'm planning when little baby Lilith comes around. So mm. we're going to do Hecate at that time. and Oh, Lilith. her kitty cat too. Mm-hmm. So that'll it. be closer to Halloween time. I got to go and so. get my hair done by my sister um, on Friday. And I got to rub her little baby belly and meet her kitty cats, Hecate and Kali and Boo. Oh. So she just got a third kitten. Did she? Oh my <laughs> yeah. God. I love it. They're so cute. Um, but yeah, it's just 
I'm excited. I'm excited for the new baby. And then we also got to see my nephews um, on Friday as well. So oh, cute. It was it was a good day of seeing all the babies. Oh, so I, I know. It. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, in closing, the changing woman represents transformation, and a rebalancing of the male and female energies in the universe. She symbolizes to rebalance create harmony and space for ceremony and all the transformations that women experience in their lifetimes. So embrace the change, the new job, the new home, the new relationship, the new baby, the new cycle, whatever, the new hair color, the new tattoo, (laughs) the new meal you have on your table, celebrate it. It's almost the simplicity in their stories that I connect with more so than like, mm-hmm. like I love the Greek and Roman goddesses and gods and like, you know, Egyptian, that's badass. It's very but, gossipy though. Yeah, they're stories <laughs> are so complex, whereas mm-hmm. with the Native Americans, it's so earth bound and it mm-hmm. explains everything like you know her walking or moving is why there's thunderstorms um her Mm -hmm. body is feeding us you know so it's like it really truly explains day-to-day life for these people and i think that's what it should be about and Mm -hmm. (laughs) some i love it it's amazing oh Gigi, happy birthday my love Mm, thank you i'm so excited i'm glad we got to record today i hope everyone loved the changing woman please go and look up more about her if there are different um navajo and apache organizations that you find and want to support please support these beautiful Mm. people um so that they can continue to you know teach us about their cultures yes because they're beautiful so and it's it's sad how they're being lost yes but Mm -hmm. hopefully you know if we can um learn about it and then teach our kids and on and on and on Mm -hmm. definitely hopefully we'll not be forgotten so miss Gigi, how can everyone find us well of course you can find us on instagram goddess chat leos or you can message us via yahoo at goddess chat at yahoo.com and you know those are just ways to reach out to us or to check out things that we share and announce or uh, promote you know we try to help promote our friends businesses um but also you can go to our um apple podcast spotify whatever rate review share the word so that we get more listeners um that we can teach more people about goddesses and the divine feminine um you know and also about these native cultures or other cultures that we find we just you know we just love learning and spreading the word so help us out mm-hmm. that is right <laughs> all right do you are you up for it do you want to do another shot before we say goodbye to everybody um i don't have shots i just have my my your old fashion fashioned to sip on yeah okay. so i'll, I'll sip all right I'll let, sip, me, sip, sip. let me pour a gold bits and all right it, i made it with elijah craig whiskey and um orange and fig bitters what that sounds and amazing it has, uh one of those good old black cherries in there mm-hmm. and an orange peel and a sugar cube so yes a good traditional old fashioned fashioned 
she with a little extra play, zing. Yeah, she doesn't nope. play around. When she makes an old-fashioned, she does it right. Oh, yeah, I muddled. I muddled the sugar. Yeah, you cherries. did. Just the sugar. <laughs> you did. All right, goddesses, goddess lovers, raise your tea, your water, your spirits, whatever it is. And happy birthday, Gigi. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh and... I don't think my body can handle all this drinking. So next week I'm going to be normal. Yeah, we're going to be back to normal. Yeah, I need my so that you guys don't think we're alcoholics (laughs) or pushers. Yeah, Um. I don't want to be a pusher. I push because I love you. My my sister is pregnant, but she's been sober for like five or six years. So. You know, um, she said that we were very funny in our last episode because she's not used to hearing us like that because I'm not a big drinker in the family. So, yeah, no. yeah. Um, Gigi and I are very cheap dates. So we are. We just really remember are. that if we that's ever get... why one shot and one drink gets us. <laughs> if we ever get famous enough where we could do tours of goddess things and you want to take us for a drink, we're cheap. You know so. what my last favorite drink was? What? In Chicago, when we met Dita Von Teese, oh. and I had to get a Shirley Temple instead of an actual drink because I was pregnant. That's right. <laughs> I think that was the only thing I was upset with was that you couldn't drink with me. I know that good old martini that they made, but hey, we'll do it again. That was strong. Yeah. All right. Well, I love you, goddesses. Love your faces, and we'll see you next week. We love you. Love you. Bye.